재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Every week at this time, we want to recommend to you some fun things or some interesting things to do with your free time, whether it's in Seoul or getting out of Seoul. And we invite Time Out Seoul, the magazine, to come in for a little feature we call TOS on TBS. We're joined now by one of the editors of the magazine, Hana Yoon, and she's going to tell us about a little something off the beaten path, but very, very important for most visitors uh, to come to Korea, kind of a must-see The DMZ, the Demilitarized Zone. Hey, Hannah. Hi, Kurt. So the DMZ, tell us a little bit about it uh, in a nutshell. <laughs> well, I'm like a little bit nervous about this show because like I said before we started, you're much more of an expert in this arena you know, than it, I am. It really is. That's not, not true. <laughs> I mean, I used to cover things regard, uh-huh. related to North Korea when I was uh, a correspondent and stuff. But mm. uh, yeah, no, the DMZ is, is pretty accessible. And in fact, this is part of your... Special. I've got your uh, special issue in my hands of Time Out Seoul. Right. Our latest issue of um, Time Out is called Our Northern Neighbor, and it's all about North Korea. Well, I guess all about North Korea would make it sound a little bit more general than mm-hmm. what it actually is. Uh, it's like fun facts, North Korean restaurants, um, and then how to get to the DMZ and what you, what you can see there. So ways to experience uh North Korea or symbols of North Korea, cuisine of North Korea in Seoul, right. or by heading out to um, the DMZ. Mm-hmm. The DMZ, I think, is uh, it, it was the first thing I wanted to see when I first came oh, to Seoul, really? like in 2000, uh-huh. whatever it was, um, 2004, uh, 2005, rather. <laughs> And um, yeah, I came as a, a media representative, so they gave us a little uh, USFK briefing up there, which was really nice. But uh, visitors can book a trip to the DMZ with tour companies, right? Right, right. And, you know, I hear that pretty often. It's um, a lot of my friends come here and they're the first thing they want to do is go on a tour to the DMZ. And actually, because I had never been, I had never been able to talk about it when people ask me mm-hmm. about advice on going to DMZ. But now... <laughs> Um, I did only go once. I know there are people like you that have gone like five or six times. It's quite interesting. There's several things to see mm-hmm. up there. Not all tours necessarily encompass all the things that you can see up there. Let's just uh, quick facts, fun facts about the DMZ. This is at the 38th, the famous 38th parallel that divides the Koreas, right? Right. About 160 miles or 250 kilometers long, mm-hmm. four kilometers wide. Uh, and it's theoretically demilitarized, but on either side of the border, uh, there's massive, massive right. military. installations, right? Right, and it's it's kind of amazing because there are parts of the DMZ you can go to and you can actually see into North Korea. Sure. Right. Um, so, you know, many visitors coming to Seoul and interested in the North Korea issue, of course, want to go to the DMZ. And, um, you know, it was my first time going for this particular magazine. And um, I don't know, like... I, I guess I had kind of mixed feelings about it because I really did want to go. But I, if you've listened to the show before, you know that I hate going on organized tours. Mm-hmm. And it is kind of the only way to really go yeah. to the DMZ. It's not really a place where you can like rent a car and explore on your own. Yeah. It is mostly done by tours, people that go to DMZ. And what, what passport do you hold? 
I'm a Korean passport holder. Oh, really? So mm-hmm. South Korean passport holders right. can go on these tours. I was under the impression there are certain parts where oh, they can. Oh, there are certain parts where you cannot go on yeah. the tours, right? Okay. So, I mean, um, the kind of tour you can go on as a South Korean and the kind of tour you can go on as an American, per se, might be very different. So you have to look into that and okay. check before you, um, before you book your tour and that's one starter tip i wanted to start out with Mm -hmm. is say um you should book a tour like at least three days in advance right i think a lot of tour places tour agencies recommend that and you have to prepare your passport and you know um yeah note that you if you're a south korean passport holder there are places that might be off limits for you okay Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and definitely, definitely on the day of the tour, you must bring your passport right, with you. That right. is crucial. Um, so what are some some bits that you need to see? There's uh, various stops along the DMZ that are quite interesting. Um, they definitely, everyone recommends going to the Joint Security Area, mm-hmm. the JSA. But actually, um, because I went quite near the Lunar New Year holiday, and because there was a lot of controversy going on at the time, right. I, well... It, it was actually most tours couldn't go to the JSA at the time, mm-hmm. right? There was the missile launch. There was the nuke test right around uh, those that times. So the JSA will now and then be closed, right? Right, For, right. This is sort of the quintessential area everybody thinks about when they think about the DMZ. It's where the uh, North Korean and South Korean soldiers are right across from each other. Right. The South Koreans are in that sort of Taekwondo mm-hmm. stance with their yeah, mirrored yeah. sunglasses on. And, you know, everyone takes a selfie there. This is like the thing to do, is I it? guess, now. <laughs> yeah. Right? When you go to the JSA, everyone takes a selfie. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't go. That's so. what I thought. So South Koreans <clears throat> can't really get to that particular right. close part. Right. But also, um, because it was closed, I, I wouldn't have been wouldn't able, have been to, able go to go anyway. anyway. Okay. Uh-huh. I took a much shorter half-day trip. Um, and I decided to go with Vader. I don't know if you know about Vader, but they're a company that um, advertises sort of more local tours. Okay. Right. But actually, I thought it would be a more local style tour. But what Vader does for this is they connect you to Seoul City Tours, which was actually the furthest thing from a local tour. Really? <laughs> um, because 47 people went on this tour. Uh, and I'd never been on such a large tour trip. Mm-hmm. Have you been on... Not not really with that many people. Right. Yeah. And we were the first, because part of what they have in this package is a hotel pickup. Ah. So when you're the first to be picked up of 47 people, I mean, that can be a little bit <laughs> That gets a bit tedious, right? You better have a uh-huh. good book with you because you're going to be on that bus for a while. Yeah. All right. So um, <laughs> aim maybe for a smaller size tour might right, be a decent right. tip. But the specific tour that I took was called the DMZ Past and Present. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they do is they take you they, from your hotel to Imjingak Park, the Freedom Bridge, the Third Infiltration Tunnel, and then Torasan Station. Right. Mm-hmm. And anywhere else that they can kind of fit in during that time. Imjingak Park tends to be where the when the North Korean defectors or these groups launch their balloons, mm-hmm. they tend to go to that area, right? Right. Yeah. Um, and they have all these uh, ribbons that are tied at the mm-hmm. at the fence. The there. fence, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was the largest tour I'd ever been on, and um, it was led by this woman Michelle. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times when you go on tours, 
it's really up to the guide, right? Mm-hmm. Like whether you love it or hate it will kind of be up to how it's presented to you. And, you know, she was a very, um, she was very good in English. She was very experienced. She had been on the tour more than 600 times. Oh, my goodness. Right? So she I can't even. She that tour. You yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she had been doing it for over five years. I can't even imagine what it's like to go on that tour. Mm-hmm. Um, her presentation was a little bit rushed, so I didn't feel like I got to hear the narrative of, um, you know, where she was coming from or um, about unification or about North Korea. So Mm -hmm. mm, that was a little bit disappointing. And um, one of the sites we were supposed to go on, Tora Observatory, it was closed. But we did get to go to Odutan Unification Observatory. Oh, cool. Right. And that's like you stand in this panoramic center Mm -hmm. and you get to see um, it's the closest point where you can see into North Korea. And do they have those sort of binoculars set up that you can peer through? And then you see kind of the facades that been that's been set up there yeah right the north korean village is that where you can right. see that the super tall north korean flag the huge flag or is is that um, a different place i i don't think i saw a flag there okay. but there are um buildings that have been set up mm. and um those buildings have now been weathered down but they uh-huh. were made as sort of like facades yeah. for to look like yeah. everybody's prospering and all that right. stuff right there right um i would say for me that was the highlight of the trip um, although going into the third infiltration tunnel was pretty exciting as well. Right. Um, have you been? Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, got sort of this uh, wine cellar kind of cave feel. It's uh, very damp. Right. Right. It's a little bit claustrophobic. So if you're, you know, if you're a claustrophobic type of person, bear that in mind. Right. I, I mean, some people, while we were in there, they had to leave because yeah. they couldn't handle... I mean, because you don't see the end of the tunnel, uh-huh. you you get do get a little bit nervous. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a little bit closed in. These, mm-hmm. these are the tunnels that uh, South Korea discovered as what they say is part of a, a North Korean right. plan to dig its way under South Korea mm-hmm. and eventually maybe send over special forces or or whatever. Right. And South Korea thinks that maybe there are some a few more out there. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, yeah. And you know, before you go in the tunnel, there is like a exhibit and then they explain all these things to you mm-hmm. and um you know when you go in there you really do get a sense of how close you feel to north korea mm-hmm. i think um and you you wear these hats because it is very low so you might hit your head um oh, you wear hard hats yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 do you remember that i do yeah it was many <laughs> years ago uh, this was something like 2001 or something mm-hmm. when i very first came to korea yeah, we went on a tour of the infiltration tunnels. I do think that it made me a little bit dizzy. I think, I don't know, if I were to go back on the tour, I think I would probably skip out on going back into the tunnel. Mm-hmm. I think it's like if you've seen it once. Once is enough. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's enough, yeah. Um, so, you know, it was, you can see, like, from Udusan um, Unification Observatory, you can see the highway going to Gangnam on one side. Mm-hmm. And then you see, like, parts of Nor- North Korea on one side. Mm-hmm. So you really feel, like, the tension there. Yeah. You know, you feel like, oh, wow, this is really in between two Koreas. Mm-hmm. And you see the, the various military sort of checkpoints and installations right, and stuff. Right. And in between, there's just absolutely right. nothing. And actually, the day I went there was the day of the missile launch. So, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So there were a lot of... Uh, uh, different news agencies that sure. had come and mm, it was it was for me like a 
I guess, re-remembering sort of that history, Mm -hmm. right? Which I think when you live in Seoul happens to you quite often. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, history does intrude every now and then. And you said you went to Torasan Station, is that right? Uh, Yeah, I did go to Torasan Station and you can see like it's the closest station to, it's the closest station to North Korea. Yeah. So that's where if things were normalized and happy and peaceful, you could just board a KTX train to Pyongyang there, hypothetically, right? Right, right, right. Um, um, yeah, and they had uh, the first train linkages there a number of years ago. I went there as a, as a mm-hmm. reporter, and they had like the first train come in, and uh, they were playing. The North Koreans were playing Kangap <laughs> Simnida, and everybody uh-huh. was uh, celebrating. And, mm-hmm. and it didn't last too too long. It's also mm-hmm. the that area is sort of the main crossing where the trucks would roll over to go to Kesong, the industrial park. Oh, right, right, yeah. Um, and, you know, you can also buy North Korean wine there. <laughs> Yo, sure. I guess, which is a popular souvenir item for a yeah. lot of people that or, go. Like bilberry wine or something. Yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> very, uh, very sweet. You know, um, be- even though I haven't been on the tours myself, I have been friends with a lot of North Korea news junkies. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, they always bring back this, like, North Korean alcohol. Like, yeah. we have to drink this. Sure. And, you know, I'm not even a big fan of alcohol. So. You know what would really move mm-hmm. if they started selling it there is Taedonggang uh, beer. Because you know, ah, a lot uh-huh. of people rave about Taedonggang beer. But don't they sell it in Seoul nowadays too? You can. I think you can get it at certain spots, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I, I would say you. it's definitely a while, worthwhile experience. Uh-huh. Um, although, yeah, I did miss out on the JSA, which, you know, everyone recommends going to. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are a South Korean passport holder like you, me, you might be interested in the DMZ train tour. Okay. Um, so what happens is it actually takes you to all the way to Torasan Station on the KTX, kind of like how you mentioned. But of course, you're not going over to the North Korea side. Okay. Uh, you get to observe a lot of the natural scenery <laughs> that's um, very boasted about in this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And um, I was curious what it would be like as... A, you know, non-Korean speaker to go on the train. So I asked one of my friends who had been on it. And actually what happened to him was he went on the USO tour, but he had been drinking on the tour and they kicked him off. No kidding. So, <laughs> so, um, so they actually, he actually ended up taking the DMZ tour back. Yeah. Um, and he said, you know, it's decorated just like a children's TV show. They allow drinking on board. Um, and then in it, in the train, it's there's... It's decorated like a children's TV show. That was his description of it. And um, in the train, you get um, an exhibit about North Korea. You get to learn about all the history. And, you know, it's very interactive because I've been on those t- tour trains before. So... Um, you know, they have events for everyone. But, of course, all the events are in Korean. So if you don't speak Korean, it might be a little bit hard to mm. feel connected with that. Okay. But he was saying it's much faster to get back to Seoul via train. Um, and, you know, he was saying everyone else really enjoyed it. Of course, you know, you don't get the full tour package. Okay. But what they do is they take you to um they take you to Torasan station, they drop you off. So from there you can go to all these different places, I guess, uh either by taxi or um by foot. Kind of build your own right, sort of right. self guided tour mm-hmm. of these places. And then they also drop you off at um Imjingang. Right, so you can check out the area near there okay. for a while as well. 
So, you know, as a Korean, I think it might be kind of interesting to do this. And for me, because I'm so anti-tours, yeah. uh, I think this is something I might be interested in checking out. Let you future. explore at your own space. Right, and right. I love the idea, even if you're on sort of a package tour, of getting to Dorasan as your last stop and then boarding the train and then just zipping back right, down to right. Seoul rather than, you know, the bus and the 47 stops at the hotel, <laughs> like you said before. Um, well, you know... Of course, um, it might be a little bit hard to navigate if you're a tourist. But, you know, someone like you and me, um, you know, we kind of already know our way around here. And it's not our first time to Zimzi area. And we know Koreans. You are a Korean. I know you. So (laughs) (laughs) I would bring somebody of your caliber to uh, help me if I I ran into problems. So, yeah, what else? There's a number of tour companies. Uh, Sometimes the USO guides tours up there, right? You said somebody was kicked off a U.S. tour. (laughs) No, that was was my friend Luke. But... um, you know, the USO tour, I think, is probably the most popular, right? Um, I think it's become sort of an entity on its own because so many people go on the USO tour. Um, so that's the United Service Organizations. And I think it's one of the most well-reputed methods to see the DMZ. Hmm. Is this a way that you've been before, taking the USO tour? Um, well, when I very first came, before I moved here, I was on a private uh, company tour. Um, okay. And then as when I came here to work for Voice of America News, I was lucky enough to get sort of these media tours mm-hmm. uh, where you kind of hook up with the USFK and they really ah, give you a thorough uh-huh. briefing and that kind of stuff. And uh, it's almost a bit personalized. It was very uh, fortunate uh, that I was able to do that. So, uh-huh. And then uh, at various times, I was sent up to the DMZ to cover things. Uh-huh. Like uh, we, we went up to Panmunjom mm-hmm. and... Uh, Back during the sunshine, they were having various negotiations up uh-huh. there. And we actually had lunch with some North Korean sort of lower level officials mm-hmm. around the table. It was oh, kind of okay. interesting. Um, so we got a, a little bit of a peek behind the curtain there. But uh, USO or these private uh, tour companies can be a very good alternative for somebody who's visiting short term. Right, right. Well, because, of course, um, not all of us get that opportunity, right? Like the media opportunity. So for someone uh, like a normal visitor, like going with USO is um, very well reputed. Apparently, they tell, you know, like I was saying that my tour was missing sort of the narrative, uh-huh. but I went with someone who had been on the USO tour and the tour that I went on, mm-hmm. and he was saying it's much better told when you go with the USO. They don't have a pickup, so you sh- the, they're very strict about punctuality. If you're late, you can't go. Yeah. Right? If you don't have your passport, you can't go. They're not... And uh, for especially for certain sensitive areas like the JSA, there's a mm-hmm. dress code. You don't. Mm-hmm. You, you can't wear big blazing logos. Absolutely nothing political of uh, you know on your T-shirt <laughs> uh-huh. or anything like that. Uh, and there is a behavior code as well. I mean, it's quite strict when you get to certain parts of it. Uh, you you can't have a camera. Uh, lenses of a certain length. Oh, okay. Um, that's off limits. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't have these like 500 meter zoom lenses or whatever. Um, so yeah, there's a bunch of stuff, and they'll brief you before you go, even the day before or something. They'll give you something to read that you oh, know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, and he was saying that there's much stronger sense of excitement and even uneasiness when you go with USO and you feel more of the tension. Mm-hmm. And part of that can be because you are going with the JSA. Yeah. You are going to the JSA. 
And, um, you know, I can imagine that when you're, like, debriefed and you're given, like, the UN badge and all those things, it can be a little bit more exciting than trudging along with 47 other people. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, you've got this armband. They make uh-huh. you wear the armband, uh, uh-huh. which, you know, identifies you under the sort of terms of the armistice, quote-unquote, as mm-hmm. a guest or a visitor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you got to behave yourself. And uh, usually you'll see the North Koreans taking pictures of you from their tower, just documenting the fact right. that you were there and mm-hmm. uh, they'll be looking at you. Usually they'll come out and do a little bit of a, a march or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, just a, a show of uh, their presence. Now, can I ask you, this uh, special edition of Time Out Seoul, our northern neighbor, uh, did you do any of the stuff in, in Seoul, like the restaurants or uh, uh, or did, was that other people on actually, the Actually, um, Sonia, who comes on tomorrow, I uh-huh. believe, she actually covered the restaurants portion, right? So one day you should definitely get um, oh, Sonia to talk about North Sonia, yeah, she's in our Korean food segment, food. Uh-huh. which is actually on um, Wednesdays. Right, and she's a great writer as well, so um, she covered the restaurant portion for us. Mm-hmm. Very cool, because, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's defectors come here and a few of them start uh, naengmyeon shops and things like that in North uh, Korean. Well, uh, she'll tell you it's not just naengmyeon and mandu. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. All right. Well, uh, that will be pretty much all we have time for. Uh, the DMZ is a must and thank you for uh, shedding some light on what it's like, Hannah. I really appreciate you coming in. Thank you for not quizzing me during the show. <laughs> come on. I don't know why you were concerned about that. All right. We'll talk to you soon. That'll bring TOS on TBS as well as the show today to a close. We're produced by Christina Saw, associate production by Jamie Lee. GP1 is our writer. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Koreascape and we'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. We'll be back with our featured Friday segment, People in Seoul. See you then.